And good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's Thursday the 21st of April. Uh, I'm back in London. Paul, you're back in London. We're all back in London. We're back to normal. How are you this morning, Paul? I'm fine, thank you. And bright sunny day outside. Well, it's a bright sunny day, but I can tell you what, it's starting to have storm clouds, I feel, are starting to gather on this market um, because we're starting to see some signs of, of pressure, particularly on costs, I think, across all the mining companies out there. You know, we saw it with Rio the other day. This morning, if you look at uh, Antofagasta, uh, they've said exactly the same thing, that there are big cost pressures. Um, it's getting very tough. And uh, we probably should start today with Tungsten West um, because they've also are suffering from cost pressures uh, and have decided to rejig site the strategy of reopening the mine uh, because of those cost pressures. Because unfortunately, you know, when you've got your energy bills going through the roof and doubling and tripling, and your underlying commodity hasn't because the tungsten price is only up about 10 percent then you've got a slight issue but the good news is i've been talking to some of the the big major shareholders this coming this morning and actually one of the ones that i have a lot of time for just came back and said you know at the end of the day they have a valuable asset so keeping cash burn to a minimum is key and that is just what the company is doing isn't it paul yes that's right uh, and uh, yes they have made a comment out today that they are uh, hitting the pause button uh, here on the uh, completion of the DFS to restart the Hemerton tungsten mine in the county of Devon. And uh, part of the reason for that, uh, as you say, is the cost pressures, particularly in power costs, but also they want to uh, uh, rework uh, the uh, end product possibilities for the mine uh, under a greener and less capex uh, intensive uh, footprint. Uh, given the change in market conditions here. So they're going to be looking, for instance, at uh, a sodium-based uh, tungsten product as an end product, uh, which would be produced on a hydromet basis. And that should be less carbon intensive as an operation than the the uh, historic pyromet uh, ferrotungsten uh, output that the mine previously produced. And they're also going to accelerate the uh, deployment uh, or considered accelerating the deployment of uh, renewable energy uh, as part of the uh, power mix uh, for the operation. So uh, it is a little bit of a slowdown uh, here uh, or a delay, I guess, uh, in uh, the first output uh, from the restart. But uh, it, as you say, it's a it's a good uh, idea to replan this, and lots of companies besides them are having the same issues and having to uh, take a second look and sharpen the pencil on uh, feasibility studies and, and production studies that had been uh, done just a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, look, I think you can uh, you can run the slide rule over every single, you know, not just mining companies, but actually other companies in the sector. Um, but, and this will clearly, I think, uh, this is such a key asset, as you pointed out correctly, Paul, it is in De West Devon, not Cornwall, but like it's all part of the same geological formation. And Tungsten West was a key part of basically developing the whole region. Um, so it will have a knock-on impact, actually, to the rest of the, the Cornish mining industry. Um, if people want to know more about Tungsten West, please do get in touch with us. Uh, we have a site visit next Thursday, uh, which is we're still going ahead with. There's no reason why not to. Um, 
it obviously is an important corporate stock for us. Uh, whilst in Cornwall, actually, Paul, we also had a bit of news out of Strategic Minerals um, today, didn't we? Um, in terms yes, of extending this, their license 10 years. Yes, this is uh, concerning the Redmore uh, project, which is also a tungsten project uh, uh, in the county of Cornwall. And they've got an extension of 10 years on the uh, expiration license. It now goes out to uh, 2037. And uh, that uh, is beneficial because it gives them more time to just to uh, assess the scope and scale of how much mineralization is on the Redmore project as well as it uh, gives them uh, more flexibility on uh, the existing resource that they have, which is 11.7 million tons at uh, half a percent uh, tungsten and 0.16 percent tin and half a percent copper as to how exactly they may uh, define and uh, otherwise design a mine build uh, for that particular deposit. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's tin and tungsten, isn't it? Um, and actually, I think it's uh, maybe a little bit of copper in there. I mean, it's got a it's a very resource rich area. Redmore, just for anybody who doesn't know, is is actually pretty close to Hermadon, which is tungsten west, just across the border in Cornwall. Um, sort of close to, not far away from Tavistock, um, but the distance between the two is is pretty short. Um, anyway, uh, yep, their NPV goes up. Uh, unfortunately, their share price doesn't go up. Um, okay, uh, what else you got for us this morning, Paul? You might want to comment on Antipagasta, which, as I just did, I mean, they, they, their guidance is in line, but they are commenting upon cost pressures. Uh, I haven't had a look at the Anto figure, so I'll let you comment on what you've oh. seen so far on it. There you go. There's my comment. You, you, <laughs> you comment on what you want to comment on, Paul. Okay. I've got a quarterly update in from dual listed mineral sands producer base resources, and uh, they uh, essentially steady as she goes is what they've said for the quality operation and still retaining guidance for full year 2022. And the Bumamani uh, DFS is on track for completion next quarter. Uh, they also, uh, during the half year uh, or during the quarter, paid a half year dividend of a three cents Australian a share. But there doesn't seem to be any material project, uh, um, material progress on the. Uh, negotiations with the Madagascar government on uh, getting the permitting and development agreed uh, on the uh, huge Toliara mineral sands uh, deposit in Madagascar, which uh, essentially is the future of base resources. So um, what we really need to see is progress on that. I mean, Madagascar is a beautiful country. It also is extremely resource rich. Um, but trying to get uh, planning permits and things and all of that is exceptionally complicated in Madagascar. Um, so that doesn't totally surprise me, but good luck to them. Also, wanted to, mention, also yeah, wanted to mention, qu quickly mentioning that uh, Largo Resources, the TSX listed vanadium producer in Brazil, announced on Tuesday that they are forming a new company to invest in and stockpile vanadium pentoxide. So that essentially is to create a business under a similar business model as the uranium companies Yellowcake or uh, Sprott have been doing in uranium for the past uh, a few years now. Yep, vanadium, a, a, a metal that we have uh, talked a lot about on this podcast. Um, okay, uh, anything else urgent, Paul, or should we call it a day there? I know we're quite busy. Nothing else urgent. Very good. Um, we'll call it a day and speak tomorrow. See you then.